0: Right, right, let's try this. We
1: ready. Ay. Ay. We ready Ay. Ay. for y'all. Ay. Are we recording or are we just doing like a mic check? Cut
0: them carrots for me because I'm going in stew.
1: Period. Because <laughs> I'm in the stew. Cut them carrots for me because I'm in the stew. Oh. Yeah. Bring them carrots for me
0: because I'm up in the stew.
1: Oh! <laughs> bar that was a bar this girl know how to come with a 16 oh my god okay. i just got motivated to do the we ready song because me and my why am my me and my brother texting like some east side niggas he was like you know we east side till we die he said ea6 i said till we die zone six. Oh <laughs> he said i'm with some west side niggas i said them niggas ain't got shit to lose <laughs>
0: Well, let's get into it. Welcome to episode fifty-nine. It's Lex here. It's your girl Taylor, and we about to jump right into the motherfucking episode. What's up, Tay?
1: Period. What's up, girl? Nothing. It's Friday. Mm -hmm. You know, we ain't recorded on a Friday in a minute, y'all. But I feel like this week has been a little hectic. And this was like, you know, our only day we could really record. But I'm glad to be here. Glad to be back. And I just feel like today has been super long. Bitch, I'm not going to lie to you, Lex. When you text me, I forgot we had to record today. You know, it usually <laughs> usually you text me in the morning. I,
0: part of me was kind of like, if she says, can we do it this weekend? What you doing this weekend? I might just be like, shit, let's run it Saturday. Yeah. But I was like, let's get it out of the way. Because we've been doing good mm-hmm. with keeping stuff mm-hmm. you know i've seen you like three times this week mm-hmm. one of them was monday we had it off it was juneteenth uh black power i didn't see you monday yeah we did we went to the gym we woke up that oh, morning and went see to the gym monday. that's what i'm saying like we've been we've yeah. really been doing stuff and not procrastinating we really have and so today i was this close bitch but that intuition huh? so told
1: was like nah girl just get it over with because I was definitely about to wake up. I was waking up. Because I think I took like 20 minutes to text you back. I was knocked out. So when you was like you was asleep, I was like, bitch, me too. But I was literally about to wake up and do my hair. And you text me. I was like, damn. My whole plan got like messed up. But... Yeah. So well I'm happy to too. see you. I'm glad you made the time. Wait, it still took my hair time to take my hair That's one thing about me though, y'all. It's gonna take me ten minutes to take my hair out now. It ain't gonna take me long. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I feel like a lot's been up with me.
0: I um this past weekend went on the river. Mm-hmm. How was that? Let the people know. It was really fun. It was a fun experience. I managed to stay in my tube the whole time. It's one of those things that you need to make sure you don't have shit going on. The whole day, basically. Mm-hmm. Uh My dumbass, you know, me and my friends, we knew we had a cookout to go to later. <laughs> I would advise you to just make that the main part of your day. Get there as early as possible because it gets hot as fuck on that mm-hmm. fucking river and you're literally just stuck out there. I said I'm bringing an umbrella next time. That would mm-hmm. be pretty cool. Mm-hmm. But um I got sunburned really bad. Damn. Got some weird tan lines. I didn't even know I could burn like that. Um, It's finally back to normal, girl. Like, it hurt to take a shower. I used, I was... Showering in like the coolest of warms, mm-hmm. you know, like not cold, but it was pretty fucking cool. Yeah, um, did you use aloe vera? I did, I picked okay. some up, so yeah. I did that. I used some of my coochie too because mm-hmm. I went and got wax, wax today, and um, so that was pretty cool. Yeah, aloe vera. Psh- yeah, girl. But um, other than that, my girl, as in you, mm-hmm. have decided to enter the braiding industry. And mm-hmm. so I got my hair did for the low, low <laughs> slash free. <laughs> so that was amazing. That's how I spent my Sunday. And then Wednesday, we actually know the Juneteenth cookout.
1: That was Saturday. And fun as fuck. Yeah,
0: that was amazing. We had so much fun. I needed that. This is how I know we had fun, y'all. We had done everything. Like, we had moved the party inside. Mm -hmm. Hookah's out. We don't play Ring of Fire. We don't play Spades. We don't play Never Have I Ever. We was sitting around just like, um. What other game? What's everyone's favorite (laughs) position? (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> no one wanted to leave. We had a blast. Yeah. And I can't wait to do it again. That was very fun. I want to play that suck and blow game next time. What's that? It's like with a card. Uh, I, I watch a lot of Temptation Island and like Love Island. Mm. and So there's a card that goes around and when it's on your mouth you have to suck it or then you, hold try to, the card up you try to, to give it to them you blow it to them and then they have to suck it or mm-hmm. whatever so don't sit next to nobody that you scared don't want to no. <laughs> but i think that would be fine yeah it would be but um and we went to a gender reveal mm, i forgot
1: about that shout
0: out Jalen and her baby boy mm-hmm. i was team girl <laughs> i knew it was a boy but that shit was fun yeah and it was fun it was cute yeah besides that working i'm probably gonna work some this weekend get some overtime mm-hmm. doja cat just announced her concert so i said hold on i really need some overtime so i can buy the motherfucking tickets mm. it's doja and ice spice oh, and yo doji you know I'm-
1: <sighs> them yo girls i'm like
0: Beth. vicky will go with you let's get into
1: these intuitions mm-hmm did your
0: intuition speak to you
1: yeah yesterday my intuition told me not to beat my coach's ass why was i thinking
0: that not to slap the <laughs> shit out your coach? yeah
1: and you know it worked i did it and i stayed humble and resilient <laughs> and i
0: didn't do it and so you're, you're better off for it good yeah job.
1: so yeah that was my intuition what about you I mentioned it. My
0: intuition told me to go get this coochie wax today okay. because I've, I've been blocking my blessings. I need some good dick mm-hmm. in my, in my near future. Gotcha. Something. I don't care if it's from my old nigga, a new nigga. I need something. Gotcha. Cause I'm rotting away. I, you know, I'm about to be 30. Like, girl, this is how you want to spend your last few months of being 20 <laughs> getting no dick. Like, so I'm off that. So okay. shout out to my intuition.
1: Okay. Period. Now it's time for a round of quick fire.
0: It sure is. And we're just going to speed. Fuck the timer. Okay. Because we don't we don't listen to yeah. the timer ever. We just going so We're just going to speed through them. Yeah. All right. So the quick fire round segment is where we discuss hot topics that we don't want to spend too much time on, but we still want to let y'all know what the fuck we think. Mm-hmm. So Taylor, this one might hurt you psychologists claim it's a major red flag if you relax while watching true crime my old nigga sent me that (laughs) how did you feel about that I mean can you see where they're coming from
1: not I mean I guess but I don't know it's like really peace for me like I love i don't know and y'all think i'm the crazy one yeah that's my I shit think them
0: bitches crazy that's I, my tune people judge me for watching vampire <laughs> shit and zombies like that's
1: fake <laughs> yeah. y'all are
0: watching real motherfuckers kill each other and y'all yeah. are tickled by it i just
1: don't want to know what they be thinking like i don't know just their their mind it's the psychology in me literally red
0: flag fellas <laughs>
1: Wait, what about you? Oh, you think it's weird. Yeah. Okay. I said
0: I agree. Red flag. Gotcha. Um, Jackie O's friends speak on how they wish the funeral spoke more to her accomplishments. We kind of mm. spoke about this last week where mm-hmm. the media was saying that. But now her friends, they were like on a podcast or something. It was like a group of them, maybe five girls. And they mm-hmm. were just like, you know, we wish they would have spoke to how much of a boss she was. Mm-hmm. And like, she was so much more than this. And, and I was curious, like, how do you... People had mixed emotions about them expressing that. Mm,
1: I mean, I, I think it depends like who did the funeral. Like, was it a pastor that knows her? Was it somebody who didn't really know her? Like, yeah. cause I'm sure DC didn't actually do the whole funeral. You know, he probably just came and spoke on his behalf. Mm-hmm. So, I mean, I think it just depends if the pastor or whoever did the funeral didn't really know her like that. I mean, it's kind of hard for them to mm-hmm. really speak speak you know about that
0: i think people were kind of bashing the girls for saying that and i thought that that was weird because i don't think that they were saying like the funeral sucked mm-hmm. or like they were saying whoever did it did terrible but i think it's why why can they not they're her friends you know yeah and they probably know her on a different no offense but they've known her longer than dc mm-hmm. may, probably knew her more, better than her family did mm-hmm. you know your friends know you in a, a certain yeah. way so i don't think it's anything wrong with them expressing that they just wish other things were talked about. I mm-hmm. don't think that they were being disrespectful. Yeah. I don't think bashy. it was disrespectful,
1: but I mean, I, I think that's what your friends are for though. Like y'all are the ones to keep the legacy alive, you know? Like, mm-hmm. so yeah. And I think people are
0: kind of like, how dare they speak on it? And cause everybody's been saying how dare people speak on the opinion of the funeral. Mm-hmm. But that's, I think how dare strangers speak on how people handle a funeral. They actually knew this girl in real life. So let them do what they do. Mm-hmm. Um, let's see Ari as in money Yo's bitch Ari says she doesn't want to be legally married to money Yo because she doesn't want his baby mamas to financially come after her in case of emergency her quote is if they put him on child support I'm on child support mm-hmm. too how you
1: feel about that mm, I mean I think that's, that's just something you should consider when you get serious with somebody mm-hmm. like I mean somebody having multiple baby mamas is that's a flag for me, like I'm not gonna say it's a red flag, but it's mm-hmm. like considered, you know, like Would you think twice before marrying mm-hmm. them for because sure. technically your my money is their money, kind of yeah, mm-hmm. for sure. Okay. I get where she's coming from. I definitely agree. I never <laughs> even looked at it like that, but yeah. I read that
0: and was like, makes sense to mm-hmm. me. Okay how you feel about this gunner situation we haven't spoke on it
1: um honestly like just the overall yeah. i i fuck with Gunna. like i feel like i i don't like how people coming for him i feel like Gunna is not a street nigga we know Gunna is not a street nigga i feel like we know Gunna is a civilian so i feel like as a civilian you're gonna do what you gotta do to not stay in prison mm-hmm. and it just is what it is like i honestly i don't even think Gunna and, and thug are beefing like i are they mm-hmm. have anybody ever came and confirmed their beef Well, Thug's album
0: dropped and then they had a snippet from a phone call where Mm -hmm. it it seems like they are beefing. Okay.
1: It didn't give me like beef, beef vibes, but I mean, these niggas, ain't they not really talking too crazy about each other, you know? Mm. So, I mean, I I still fuck with Gunna. Like, I don't care.
0: (laughs) I personally don't care. Yes, I do think that snitching is a thing. And I think that if you profit off of or benefit off of being affiliated with gang activity then I do think you get a side eye if when y'all get caught which y'all are gonna get caught inevitably Mm -hmm. you know there's a risk and you do tell everything then yeah I do think that that's terrible but I don't know the ins and outs from what I heard he took an Alfred plea deal which is so it's not like he was on the stand telling the ins and outs of the operation Mm -hmm. but also either way i don't care yeah people niggas will fight tooth and nail to still listen to r kelly and still listen to tori Lanes and still listen to people that are known abusers and they'll be like we're separating the artist from the music and then all of a sudden when it's Gunna and thug and mm-hmm. it's this shit all of a sudden niggas is like man i can't listen to thug no more mm-hmm. nah niggas
1: separate <laughs> but the crazy the music thing, from the
0: artist but like the crazy everyone. thing
1: is everybody listens to his album like I didn't hear not one person not say they wasn't listening to his oh okay (laughs) and everybody I know that listened to the album said it was good and I think it was good I liked it so I think Thug's album was great like I'm gonna support both of them I've heard mixed feelings about the really yeah a lot of people was like "Mm." nah Thug album was riding that shit the first song riding no the first one definitely with Drake yeah yeah my favorite him with 21 riding like what Thug album was great I thought it was really good okay and last but not least, because we're probably going to spend
0: some time on this, can we talk about these submarine
1: billionaires? Yes, bro. This is crazy. Like, first of all, wait, first, wait, wait. how do you feel about the jokes? I'm sorry. I, as black people, we, we go make a joke out of something. Like, I shared
0: something on my story. I did too. I reposted it. Bitch, I said, I've been seeing people make jokes on clothes. I'm like, bro, fuck that. This shit is funny. <laughs> it is so, funny.
1: It is. I'm not going to lie. It's funny, bro. Like. It just is what it is. Social media is for humor. I'm sorry. And it's also, it's one of those things where it's like, I don't know, if
0: it was a natural disaster or some shit or something where people couldn't help it, yeah, Mm -hmm. I would be way more... Empathetic, yeah, but y'all volunteer. Yeah, like, that you get all this money, and this is what you do. And you bring your son with you. That's crazy. And guilt
1: trip him because it's Father's mm-hmm. Day. Like, bro. First of all, did you hear about like the fact that the submarine wasn't even really safe? yeah like oh so what I was gonna tell
0: you but I saved it for the show mm-hmm. we had been talking about it in advance because Ocean Gate sim- mm-hmm. put they two fired submissions somebody. no um, they put two submissions into my company to try to get us to insure it mm-hmm. and we denied them both times because like fuck no yeah so now we're wondering how the fuck did y'all even get insurance for on this real do they my- have insurance you know like right. for real like my that's a question was, like, la- like they're laughing about it they're like bro if you could have seen this and like it was we were like like hell no we're not about to ensure this and take on it's too
1: many risks Mm -hmm. and then look at this shit yeah they fire somebody for speaking out about it like telling the truth like saying like this is not safe like it does not have all of the things a submarine should have when going to you know do their activities or whatever they basically fire him for that for Mm -hmm. him like coming out telling like really what the submarine it just wasn't overall safe like the things that a submarine should have it didn't have those things like the life um i don't know life expansion or time or oxygen whatever that submarine should have they didn't have it and so my thing is it said the oxygen tank or something like that was for what 86 hours or what was it like something like 86 hours but it was supposed to be a week-long thing so I'm confused mm. like a week long is way more than 86 hours so it was like yeah I think that it was like a when you suicide have that, mission that kind of money you just be doing dumb invincible. shit yeah. like, <laughs> I can't die and like. one of the dudes that was on the submarine he already saw the, the Titanic so it was mm. like you just be doing shit like this now i do
0: you get the allure of why somebody would want to see no. the titanic i kind of get it I, if it wasn't in
1: the ocean yes but yeah to go to the bottom of like that's crazy bro yeah because
0: was, everybody was like why would you want to go somewhere where it's the scene of where a bunch of people have died but i'm telling you i want to there's so many temples and shit that i want to visit in my lifetime mm-hmm. even knowing the history of like i want to go to the coliseum and people used to fight to the death it's just this allure
1: of something that's so like, no, that Fantastical. I am, that I do. Like, I enjoy that, especially like history. I feel like I'm a big, his, like history fan, historic. So like, it's, I like to be in the presence of like, this is history, but like, Water, ocean? Yeah. I don't care. Like, go to the Titanic Museum. I've been to the Titanic Museum. They show you, you could put your hand in the water, see how cold the water was at the time. Like, they got pieces of the Titanic, you know, but to go to the bottom of the ocean, like, that's absurd. Like, would you rather go to space Mm -hmm. in like a shuttle,
0: like a little shuttle, Mm -hmm. not like a big space camp like Xenon, or would you rather go to the depths of the ocean, which would freak you the fuck out more?
1: Well, probably the ocean.
0: Me too. First
1: of all, water takes up... This earth is, is basically water. Like, that shit can wash this whole earth away, you know? like So it's so much water, like... It's just overwhelming for one. And then, do y'all? I don't think people know how deep the ocean is. Yeah. Like, to the point where it's like pitch black. You can't see nothing. I think that it's crazy that people don't know how deep the ocean is. Like it's a lower people don't know it's a lower level than mm-hmm. creatures. Like mm-hmm. there's a level beyond where whales swim and where sharks be at.
0: There's the twilight zone mm-hmm. and then you get down to the midnight zone where no sun is at and mm-hmm. there's literally like the amount of creatures just gets down to like barely anything. Mm-hmm. Like like right. y'all
1: gonna be past Little Mermaid, like. Oh well, yeah. I'm not. I'm not. I'm not okay with that. Like I'm sorry, and I can swim, but them waves, that ocean, that water, you're it, you're never gonna beat it. You're never gonna beat it. Ocean one human zero. Yeah. Like yeah. <sighs> okay. Well, that was fun. Yeah. So let's get into these topics, y'all. Okay. So being cultural I feel like we really don't talk about this a lot and I feel like we always make jokes about like you know how we taking away your black card, your black card is getting revoked mm. so when it comes to being like culturally in with yourself or your culture who do you think should be responsible like is it your household is it like do you pick it up from like your friends is it just like society or like who's ever around you like where do you think your culture comes from
0: I'd say I started leaning more into my black side behaviors, letting them mm-hmm. out uh, through my friends. Mm-hmm. You know, my family was very much, I don't want to say protective, but like mm-hmm. very much so, especially like my aunt and uncle, like they're like, don't say, huh? Don't say this. Don't say that. Like, no, sit up straight. Like they were very, very like ingrained with like us being like, I don't know, like mm-hmm. just not couldn't be out there. On the block, couldn't be out there with the, like, you know, it was just they just kept us away, I guess. And they mm-hmm. lived in like Decatur and stuff like that. But we never really um mingled with all of the neighborhood kids, I guess. Mm-hmm. So I think I missed out on a lot of that like early year stuff. Like yeah. didn't learn how to I think I got super culturally in tune when um I went to Albany State. That's mm-hmm. part of why I wanted to go to HBC. Yeah.
1: So what about you? Um, I would say my dad's side for sure like very much culture for sure for sure my mom's side is very culture but they're like kind of how like you was explaining it like mm-hmm. try to like make I'm sure I see but very yeah, very I, I mean my mom's side is uppity I ain't gonna lie but I think my mom is a little more like less uppity in a way so like I she still embraced the culture in a way but like my dad's side culture all the way you know like Mm -hmm. picked up on it very early like going to see my grandma going to hang with my cousins but then like towards like elementary school my culture started like decreasing because like I wasn't really around black kids and Mm -hmm. I ain't really like that you know like I always felt like out of place when I was in elementary school like I was like kind of like two it was like two of us two black girls in my elementary class you know so like growing up I remember I remember after elementary school my mom was like okay do you because I went to school like far from my house because it was like a theme school my mom basically she tried to take me out of the blacks community and put me where, you know, the other community was, it wasn't more of so like, Oh, this is better. But it was just like, she felt it was a better, more opportunity, you know? Mm -hmm. And so graduating elementary school, my mom was like, okay, do you want to stay on this side of town or do you want to like go to school by the house? I was like, I want to go to school by the house. Like I want to go to school with black people. Mm -hmm. And she was like, okay, like if you want to make that decision, cool, went to school I mean, it was a culture shock, like my element, my middle school, everybody was black. So it was a big change coming from like a diverse elementary school to like an all black middle school to the point where like, I immediately felt in place, you know, like I was like, okay, but I feel like I'm at home. I feel like I'm with my people to the point where like I was coming home and my mom was like you act ghetto now, like <laughs> literally she was like, you act, she was like, not like in a bad way, but she was just like, you just change, like you just, you never used to talk like that, like blah, 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 and I'm just like, mom, but I'm with my people now, you know, like I just feel so like, I feel safe, you know, if that makes sense, so like I would say me being culturally in tune definitely came from my friends like it started off in middle school where I became like just aware of like my culture and then definitely going to high school like it was the same crowd Mm -hmm. and like at that point I was just like I didn't really want to be around no other no other culture you know and I think that influenced me to want to go to a HBCU I was like ain't no way I'm going to be able to go to college and not be with black people, you Mm -hmm. know? So I really appreciate my mom giving me that decision when I was in elementary school to like go to a black middle school. Mm Because I could have went to where I was going to elementary school. And I feel like... I wouldn't have been who I am today, you know, Mm -hmm. if it wasn't for her giving me that option. So I definitely think being culturally in tune, I think it comes from like your friends for sure. Like who you hang with.
0: Yeah. I think also if I would have had like a siblings that lived in house with me mm-hmm. maybe that more so like i had my cousin stephen and he was the one who really was into buffy and charmed and mm-hmm. Britney spears and like not so much we wasn't sitting around watching get or die trying mm-hmm. and shit like that mm-hmm. and so I, I didn't watch the fridays and stuff like even in my adult years that's when i learned that my mom has actually seen those movies <laughs> i thought she don't be watching them like but that's so crazy i didn't know I, because, I never grew up
1: watching those movies. Honestly, my parents, like, my my mom ain't really, I didn't watch that stuff from my parents either. It was my cousins. Like, like I said, when mm. I would go visit my cousins, like, out of town, they would be watching, because they was older. Like, I have older okay. cousins. So, when I was, like, what, six, seven, my cousins was, like, 14, 15. So, mm. they was so grown. They was already watching Friday. They was already watching, like, the move, our culture movies. But, yeah. like, being in my household, My parents, they watched it, but they didn't, like, say, here, watch this. You know what I mean? So I really... It was more, like you said, the Britney Spears, the, like, I was definitely... That was me in elementary school. Mm -hmm. Even to this day, like, my sister... I wouldn't consider her cultured. You know, Mm -hmm. like, she's not as cultured as I am because she kind of didn't, like, lean towards that side. Like, my sister went to UGA. Like, she's okay with not being around a whole bunch of black people. Mm -hmm. I'm not okay with that, you know? So it's like, and then my brother, he's both. Like, he can be in a room with white people. He can be in a room with black people. Like, he can lean towards both cultures. And he's okay with having, like, white friends. Mm -hmm. No offense, I need black friends, you Mm -hmm. know? So it's like, we all kind of are... Our own and different in different ways. Yeah. So and it's because of our friends, like I you know.
0: Think I, I took a minute to get into my black side, but I do think that it has helped me be who I am because mm-hmm. I do think that and everybody's different in their own way. But I do think that it makes me kind of different with how like my interests mm-hmm. and the type of stuff I like. I like a lot of alternative stuff, and that's mm-hmm. because I mean up until high school I was really I mean even in high school like but that's really what like I was into like Mm -hmm. so it definitely bled into my adult life and then now I think I have a nice little um
1: mix diverse
0: nice little mix Mm -hmm. you know so
1: one thing for sure that my parents did put me on culturally was music like I could say I grew up in a very cultured music household like That's where my like my music background comes from, like my parents, you Mm -hmm. know. But like when it comes to like movie shows, things like that, I didn't really grow up watching like black shows or movies, you know. Like I said, unless I was with my cousin, but like music, oh, they was gonna play some black soul R and B music, you know. So yeah.
0: Okay. Well, speaking of culture, (laughs) I want to talk about naming children after their fathers, and Mm -hmm. when I say that. I'm referring to not just like juniors or the third or the fourth, but um, last names as well. Um, Culturally, you know, we give children the last name of their fathers. Mm -hmm. Um, Is that a tradition that you plan on following? Um, Or is that ideally, is that what you would want to do? Have your children with their dad's last name?
1: I don't have, I don't got no beef with it. Like it's Mm -hmm. either or for me. Like I'm okay if like, you know, if my husband wants that, I'm totally fine with that. I would want that too for my husband. Yeah. Now, what about, and don't jump the gun,
0: but what about if it's your baby father? He hasn't put a ring on it. Mm -hmm. You guys aren't necessarily on bad terms. But y'all having your first baby together. Y'all done had a baby shower together. So y'all are on good terms. Mm -hmm. But he hasn't put a ring on it. Do you still feel like the child should have his last name? Yeah.
1: Him being being a husband and father is not, it's not, I mean, it should be, but it's not equivalent. Like you could be a good, great dad, you know, Mm -hmm. and maybe you just not ready for me or you just don't want me. And that's Mm -hmm. cool. But I'm not about to take away that from you and your son's relationship, you know? Okay now you a shitty father
0: let's say it's a nigga you don't got no business really even fucking Mm -hmm. like that but you get pregnant you know can't get an abortion don't want an abortion you Mm -hmm. feel like you just want to have the baby do you are you still gonna feel that inclination to be
1: traditional and do that last name um i mean first of all i ain't fucking no nigga that's shitty like First of all, sometimes
0: you can't tell. I know, I know. We, but think you know, that that's why I fuck with tell. dads.
1: But that's why I like dads. I always say that because okay. that gives you like a sense of like, okay, he's a good dad, you know. But it just for the scenario purpose. If I were to fuck with somebody who was shitty. It depends. Like, which what you mean shitty? Like, if it just seemed like you just gonna be a horrible dad or if, like, you horrible to me or... If-
0: He's just not doing what he needs to be as a dad. He doesn't even seem that interested. Like-
1: I would still do it. Okay. If it. If it really means that... Yeah, I don't care. Yeah, you can have your you can have if, your He's have your not last present name. at all.
0: Yes, you still will give him the last name. Yes,
1: because my last name is going to change eventually, whether mm-hmm. it's with this man or whether it's another man. I'm gonna, you know, when I get married, my last name is not going to be my last name. So you can have your dad's last name. See, I don't know. I was having a conversation with my co-worker Mm -hmm. and Mm. she says that she's not changing
0: her kid's last name. And she lives with her partner. They've been together for, I want to say, eight years. Mm -hmm. And she's like, yeah, no, I'm not changing the last name. And he's okay with that. Granted, she's Puerto Rican. He's white. So I think there may be something cultural there. Like Mm. his last name is like Harrison Mm. and her last name is Vil. I don't want to say it, but like it's this I'll like bleep, Velasquez or some I'm, shit like that. Yeah, I'm, mm-hmm. I'm gonna bleep it out. But it's okay. So I think that first off, I love her last name, mm-hmm. and it's a part of her culture. And she's she's if she were to marry this white man, I don't think that she wants to erase the. <laughs>
1: part so I'm like okay I kind of get that I don't know I mean that's their culture like I mean I can't tell you how to feel about your culture and some people don't change their last name but like for me I mean I really believe in the tradition like you're you're you know the, the male they uphold that last name they keep mm. you know I can't you can't really keep my last name my last name ain't really significant because it can change at any time yeah, you know, I'm
0: I'm stuck, too, because I feel like I have a pretty fire last name. Mm-hmm. And I don't want to drop my last name to become Brown. So hyphenated. Alexis or Brown. Or you just mean for your kid. Or even for the kid. Yeah. I'm like, I mean, I guess you could hyphenate a kid's mm-hmm. name or make your name their middle. You know, people be doing stuff like that, making the middle name. Yeah. There. To answer my own questions, I don't think that it would be a given for me if the father wasn't in the picture at all. Mm-hmm. I don't see myself, like... Settling to yeah I, I do think that it's a privilege and I think it's something that shouldn't be taken lightly like mm-hmm. this is a, a a child that's about to be named after you like you sired this child and if you didn't have any interest like, I'm trying to think I don't have my dad's last name and I'm very thankful for that mm-hmm. I, I don't think I would want to be associated with him yeah you know and as a kid I didn't know that but as an adult I'm
1: like you know what I'm proud to be a holiday you know mm-hmm. and mm, so yeah I mean for me with like being a like having a child with a man like that's that's a very serious thing for me and I think I think when it comes to like men I'm very submissive so I want to like fall in line with you you know like I want to I want it to be whatever your last name call me mrs. that you know like Mm -hmm. I want and I think like I said that's why I kind of I'm very intrigued with talking to men who are fathers because I kind of need to see like some guys really can play a front. Like they just such a good dude and they just like this goody two shoe. They just a good man. And then when it's time for you to tell them you pregnant, all of a sudden like shit just get weary and eerie and strange. And it's like, well, Two weeks ago, like, you was calling me queen and princess and this and My you would bow down to me. Mm-hmm. And then now you don't know how to be a dad. So, like, I really think that's the number one reason why I fuck with niggas with kids because. While we on this train of thought. Mm-hmm. Now, let's talk about
0: the juniors and that stuff. Oops, sorry. If you meet a guy that already has kids, mm-hmm. already has a boy. Mm-hmm. The boy is not a junior. But you want your kid to be a junior Would you would you name like let's say you're having His second son mm-hmm. Do you think it's weird to Would that be weird to name that son the junior I don't think so
1: Because I, I kind of always thought it was reserved for the first kid I don't think so I think it's just It's a name like just junior You want somebody to be named after you Oh,
0: I guess I kind of always thought about it from like the kids perspective. Let's say I'm the first kid mm-hmm. and my my parents aren't on the same good level as his new baby mama or mm-hmm. whatever. And then so my second brother with the with the baby mama that my dad is actually with is the one that gets named after him. I think I might feel a little slighted. Like, really? Why does he just... I don't know. I feel like that's a big thing to be named after your dad. That's a badge of honor. So why does he get to... I already know you don't fuck with my mom like that. mm -hmm. But why does he get to be the junior? Now you're introducing him to everyone. This is my
1: junior. Like, I don't know. I mean, I think, honestly, I really think... I really think it depends on like the love your parents give you because my brother has my um one of my parents middle name Mm -hmm. and like me and my sister could easily be like why does he get to have your middle name and not us Mm -hmm. it just doesn't phase us, you know like it doesn't phase me like I mean it's just the name in my opinion like I don't know I I really don't care so I would just make sure whoever doesn't have the junior name is feels like they're loved as equally
0: you know i feel the type of way my so my dad's name starts with a d Mm -hmm. and when i was in college i found out the names of like my sisters Mm. and they both have d names like Mm. him and part of me was kind of like hmm okay i guess (laughs) you know what yeah whatever whatever. (laughs) (laughs) Okay.
1: okay um
0: let's actually go into a break okay
1: Now it's time for our next segment, which is Wild or Wild Not. Hey. Wild or Wild Not. No woman should lay down with a man and still need another man for anything.
0: Wild. That's wild? Yes. How? <laughs> <laughs> Because not everybody is fucking for survival or to get married, okay? Some people are fucking to have a good time. So, yes, if I want to fuck on this nigga, and, yeah, we're going to lay down afterwards because I like to cuddle. Mm -hmm. Yes, I might still need something from this nigga because I'm (laughs) single, and niggas serve different purposes. Yeah. I ain't never heard no nigga say, man, I shouldn't be fucking with no bitch and still need coochie from another. (laughs) Fuck that. Like, I'm not out here dating to get married right now, unfortunately. So...
1: I'm assuming you think it's not wow. only because I'm not a serial dater like you know so it's like if I'm dating somebody it's like I kind of want you for like and when I say need for something I'm not talking about like I need you to pay my bills or like I need you for this or for this but like if I'm seriously dating somebody I would hope I can call you if I like my attire went flat or you know if I need a need I don't know need something I hope you're the one that I can call every time you know so and that's how I thought about it and I feel like my mindset with I've had that mindset and mm-hmm. that be getting my feelings hurt because
0: mm-hmm. I be one of the most out of the niggas who don't have all that to give mm-hmm. okay so realistically yeah I might need good dick from this nigga but then I might need, need the this. great conversation yeah. and quality time from this nigga mm-hmm. and this nigga might know how to change the tie it's just you know sometimes yeah. you gotta step back and evaluate what you're working with Mm -hmm. and then delegate it to where you need it in those areas of your life. Um, I'm not great at that, but that's what I aspire to be. Mm -hmm. And you go, girl.
1: Yeah. No, I wish I was like this serial dater sometimes because I'm like sometimes damn I wish I had this I wish I had another nigga for this because this nigga sometimes don't be acting right but it's like I can't but you be, I would say that's
0: well I don't know not all of them but you be dealing with a better quality man than me sometimes mm-hmm. sometimes you wait to see if you fuck with somebody to see what quality of a man that's it is true. and me sometimes I just jump right in there and I don't even know the quality <laughs> of a nigga so I take what this one could give me that is true. and I try to you yeah. know Spring but honestly,
1: Oaks. if we really being honest, I really don't be asking these niggas for shit. I'm gonna exactly. just call my daddy. That's why
0: I'm like <laughs> good conversation. I didn't yeah. say nothing about a bill because I've never my mouth
1: open. Like, I, I would never in my life like I, I wouldn't even know how to ask a nigga. Facts. I don't. I wouldn't even know how to like play it <laughs> off or just like I just it just don't feel it's so cringy to me. I don't know. Yeah. But yeah.
0: Okay. Well, guys, since it is Men's Mental Health Month, if you didn't know
1: now you know I
0: guess you know (laughs) and um I kind of wanted to ask you this question I've had it written down in my notes for the longest but um what better time than Mm -hmm. this month do you think that you could date somebody with a psychological or mental disorder that told you about it up front for example OCD PTSD ADHD on the spectrum or battling depression so it don't got to be bipolar disorder, but you know, OCD,
1: a lot of these niggas have ADHD. I'm really trying to give, I'm trying to give you a real answer. An honest, real answer. Depression. Genuine. I'm going to say it depends on the severity. What if you don't, so this is somebody telling you up front. Before
0: you even get all these emotions, if somebody's like, hey, I really like you, I fuck with you. We had a great, let's say, date, too. Mm-hmm. I feel like, but I think that I should tell you, like, um, I do battle with depression at times. I'm mm-hmm. taking medication and I'm on it, but that's something I
1: battled with. If, we want these men to go to therapy yeah. and get diagnosed if the like if it's if it's there like if it's a connection i'm not gonna cut you off instantly like i'm not gonna do that i'm gonna like for one thank you for being upfront, mm-hmm. and i'm gonna like try to ride the train but like if it gets like too severe and where it's like starts affecting my life i can't do it you know like that's all i'm like it really depends on the severity yeah so like does it depend on the disorder? Is there a difference no, between no? I don't think it depends on the disorder. PTSD. No, I think it's all kind of like the same. It is well, not the same, but I mean, a disorder is a disorder. Like mm-hmm. a mental, you know, it's is still you still need well, therapy. Well, some of for it can it. be
0: trauma based. So, like PTSD, you're not born with it. Mm-hmm. But what if it's that versus? Um, I also think that a lot more men are on the spectrum than we know. Mm -hmm. And when they hear that they think that means they're they're slow slow or Mm -hmm. autistic. But it could mean that emotionally or they Mm -hmm. don't pick up on social cues and we look at them like you're kinda weird. Like really they're just on the spectrum and they're Mm -hmm. not good at social do you think you could date somebody like that?
1: yeah like especially if you clearly you're not that off where we've been on two dates like you know mm-hmm. in the scenario that you explain it so like even though two days you really don't know nobody but like I feel like within two days you have enough conversation to mm-hmm. kind of gauge you know a yeah. person's like intellectual skills you know whether it's like emotional emotional skills mentally like if clearly it went well these first two days like I'm open to giving it another chance you know like mm. I'm not just about to cut you off but like I said if it becomes very very severe like say you got PTSD and you wake up waking up in the middle of the night and you whooping my ass this ain't gonna work you know like you can only go to so many therapy sessions where it's like okay I just don't know if I have the mental capacity to deal with this you know I think that to me the disorder does matter
0: mm-hmm. um and this isn't to shame any disorders. This is just about knowing who we are and mm-hmm. what we can deal with. Um, I think that I could I could do somebody on the spectrum. Mm-hmm. Especially if they tell me up front, like, hey, you know, sometimes it's just hard for me to read certain situations. Mm-hmm. I am on the spectrum. I'd be like, okay, I could totally deal with that. I've dealt with, you know, I've, I like to pride myself on being in that workforce for as little time as I was. Mm-hmm. But I got to deal with it hands on. I could totally do that. One of the things that I've realized I can't really deal with, and it's going to sound bad, but depression mm. like that's hard for me like there's even I've there's guys that I've talked to who where every time we talk it feels like they're like emotionally dumping on mm. me and I don't mean to sound callous I don't mean to sound rude but like sometimes I do be feeling like yo I got my own shit going on too or we all got our own shit and unfortunately I know I'm your safe space but no I don't want to hear you complain every single day I'm gonna start dreading talking to you or mm-hmm. hearing from you and honestly i'm not that emotionally stable myself like to so to be taken on take this and i already am very anxious and a lot of times i get very in my head about stuff so i'm gonna get too involved mm-hmm. and it's just I, I wouldn't like that so i think i would probably suggest us being friends
1: or like, I don't know. I see. i never had that before. So like, you know, from me not having it, I'm like, okay, I think I could probably deal with it mm-hmm. depending on, like I said, the severity. So like, I don't really know firsthand what it's like having, dealing with somebody that's depressed, you mm-hmm. know, but I could see how it could be a lot, but I mean, we could try to make it work. But like you said, if it's like too much. I just don't know how this is gonna work. Like, Mm -hmm. but I'm also an advocate for, and I always say this fucked up people need f- people too you know so mm-hmm. like I'm very big on that too like I don't want to just leave you just cause you got something going on now I will say I'm I'm, I'm, I'm referring from a
0: place of where they tell me up front but I mean mm-hmm. I've also been with people who everything was normal and then something happens and they get depressed mm-hmm. and I can work with that we already have a report we already right. have this connection and I'm gonna be there for you know mm-hmm. but I think it's one thing um, to just sign on up front to ev- evaluate my life and be like Am I at a place where I could take this one right now? Mm-hmm. I don't think so. But it was great
1: getting to know you, yeah. you know, like. So. But even long term, like say we've been talking for a minute or we in a relationship, <laughs> like even if it gets too severe then, like I I, I, I would walk away, you know, yeah. like even if you get depressed and something tragic happens and, you know, like I could stay for a while to try to figure it out with you and be there for you. But if it's been like we going on two years and you still depressed about the same thing that happened two years ago. I just don't know if yeah. I can carry this relationship anymore. And that's tough for me. Because I always, uh,
0: when is, whenever it's time to end relationships, there's mm-hmm. this big, I always feel so much guilt. Mm-hmm. Like some people are able to walk away and be like, this isn't serving me. I mm-hmm. I will feel so much guilt. My ex from college, mm-hmm. part of the reason I stayed with him so long is I'm like, where is he going to go? Mm-hmm. What's he going to do? He's going to live back, move back with his mom in yeah. the middle of bumblefuck. Like
1: what's he gonna do? and I just yeah. felt this
0: guilt to where it's like bro so I feel like I would feel that I don't know
1: Mm-mm. I've always been the person like I gotta be happy too like I'm sorry I'm hurt. like I literally remember breaking up with my ex and I cried because I'm like damn I'm so sorry that I'm hurting your feelings but I gotta do this because I'm not this shit not sitting right with me you know mm-hmm. so it's like I'm one of them people where it's like and also like I've seen people go through depression or go through something serious and they were able to go through with it so it was like I mean I know people handle things differently but it's possible for you to come out of depression Mm -hmm. you know so depression is one of them where it's like look if this shit ain't handled within a time frame I can't do this Mm -hmm. so
0: yeah, okay. nah. <laughs> Damn. Well, guys, we weren't saying there's no hope.
1: Yeah. You know,
0: and you even said that you could do. Mm-hmm. You could do some. I could like, do. You, yeah, it just depends. But I do think it's always great to be up front, let people know what they are signing up mm-hmm. for.
1: So, yeah. Definitely tell them up front, for sure. Um, let's okay. Do to yours. Next topic is going to be partners and their parents. So... Um, is someone's relationship with their parents important to you when dating? Uh, <laughs> uh I guess
0: from, I know it should be, but for me, I don't think it's very important. It
1: mm-hmm. Yeah. I know for you, it does. It's very important for me. <laughs> like I, t- if you tell me day one you and your parents not cool like it's kind of a red flag so I was okay so I was talking to like one of my old hoes a minute back and he was just like kind of explaining to me like his relationship with his dad and he was just like I mean he had a good relationship with his mom but he was just like his relationship with his dad was just like horrible he was saying how like you know his dad was like hitting him up for stuff and he just like wasn't fucking with it and I was just like keep talking because this is turning me off you know like this is a red flag for me but also I have to understand like some people just don't have that relationship with both of their parents and I can't really like yeah it's not his fault but it's just like I don't know like I'm so close with my parents so Mm -hmm. it's just like I'm a very family oriented person so it does not feel right for me to just like have family events like say I'm married and like we have a big family like Thanksgiving dinner or something like that. I just feel so weird my parents here and like you're not cool with your parents and they're not here either. you know like that's just so weird to me. So it's like maybe it depends on the situation. Uh, why y'all not cool like if it's like maybe you know maybe i see you on the phone arguing with your mama calling her out of her name y'all and you like bickering with her back and forth that's kind of a red flag to me yeah if i I see a nigga
0: calling if i see him having like explosive emotions towards any woman that's going to be a red flag yeah but i think i'm so empathetic because i don't have a great relationship with my dad and Mm -hmm. i absolutely hate the narrative i mean it's gotten better in recent years but i always grew up with the narrative of like guys will be like well she doesn't have a dad like you know she's easier if she don't have a dad or Mm -hmm. you know you don't want to get them girls that you can tell which girls don't have that it's this thing about girls who don't have dads Mm -hmm. and i feel like it puts the blame or the pressure on us as if we did something Mm -hmm. wrong as a baby for the dad to not be there Mm -hmm. but um so i think that's why and also you know i'm just not I don't be needing to mix. You know what? My relationships don't get that deep to where I bring them around my family a whole bunch. Mm-hmm. Or um, I'd be wanting to go around their family a whole bunch. I would rather know and get friends and be close with their friends than their family. Mm-hmm. But um, that might be because I just haven't matured into one of those relationships yet. So...
1: I don't think I mean I haven't had a relationship like that in a long time honestly like I haven't just like dated a nigga where I'm like me and his family like that but I'm thinking more of so like long term like being married like you know having kids like I think family is so important like I really feel like this is a family like community like we should all like even when it comes to raising kids like I feel like grandparents are helping out with the kids like when it comes to like birthdays like I want to see grandparents there I want to see other parents there my vision of like a very healthy and just like my what I consider a family is like Coming into a man's life, he already has children. Like, I want to have birthdays where, like, his baby mama could be there. You know, like, her parents could be there. His parents can be there. I'm so close with the, like, family. Like, my parents can be there. Like, I really consider that, like, very family-oriented. But like you said, I don't think because I wouldn't really consider you like not close with your parents because you don't know your, you don't really know your dad so like I think I'm very I'm count. very family oriented but my, yeah. my immediate family you know, right I don't think you being like if somebody was to say oh you're not close with your dad well it's like bitch I don't know my dad so it's like mm-hmm. it's kind of hard for t- to, for somebody to judge that yeah. I think I'm speaking more of so like you're like you're your parents are trying to be in your life or like they're trying to be around or like y'all had some type of relationship and you just being a fucked up person, you know? Yeah, I think I just brought that
0: up because I think like if you ask a guy this question, I Mm -hmm. feel like the answer would be more so, you know, they think of girls without dads in their lives Mm -hmm. and how they act. Maybe they're more independent. I don't need a man because the woman, their mom taught them to not lean on. You know, I think that's the thing. Mm -hmm. But me, I think it's because, because, you know, my family is very... I'm very family-oriented. My family does a lot of stuff. Mm-hmm. We, we have traditions. We go on vacations. We, we love to do things together. Every Sunday, we're doing dinner. Um, my family just has this thing where I've seen my cousins and everybody bring people around Mm -hmm. i'm even thinking of one of my aunts that is not well she's still she'll always be my aunt but she divorced my uncle a while ago my mother's brother Mm -hmm. and she still comes to everything every ex that my family has really brought around Mm -hmm. they still will keep in touch with my aunt or my aunt will reach out and be like come to dinner sunday come to dinner sunday Mm -hmm. so you pull up with the new guy and you see your ex you're like what are you doing here oh she invited me like first off I don't like the whole you and my aunt just talking without Mm -hmm. me being like come to me ask me if you can come to my aunt or auntie Ask me <laughs> if oh you should invite someone so don't just reach out and fucking invite you know so that's one of those things where I don't even think to bring anybody new around my family mm-hmm. especially if I don't know if we're solid or I don't know if we're gonna be together months from now because very well what will happen is they will like my family they'll get close to my uncle they'll get close to my aunt and my uncle's the same way mm-hmm. they will hit up oh yeah we're going to top golf oh uh so-and-so was at top golf with us I, what do you mean i invited him mm-hmm. why the fuck would you do that like <laughs> they don't understand like this code boundaries to them they're just like what's cool. the, problem? the person? like what well, you don't just drop people just because yeah so i i i don't even think to mix family until way later in the relationship mm-hmm. so family can't deter me because that's not that's one of those things that i'm like let's make sure we solid yeah before i even think to factor in your family like Mm -hmm. it gives me anxiety thinking of families bro yeah
1: no I I feel like I'm I mean I'm very family oriented but I'm not the type of girl that to bring niggas around like we have to be very solid in order for me to bring you around and my mom she be making jokes all the time she be like well I don't know what the niggas you date look like because you don't ever bring them around and won't like and I won't literally I I saw a poster it was like y'all not gonna see my nigga until we marry and dead serious like first of all I'm not about to bring I'm definitely not about to have my daddy meeting, no nigga. And we just dating, you know? Like, I'm not about to put my daddy in that situation. Like, we not doing that, first of all. My dad will literally meet my person when this man, like, proposes to me. Mm. You know? Like, point blank period. Like, I don't play that game with my dad. Me and my mom, like, she kind of knows more of, like, my friends. And, like, she sees, even if it's, like, not a close friend, like an associate, my mom is kind of just always that person you know like she's always open and wanting to like oh who's this person who's this person so my mom will probably meet somebody before my dad does Mm -hmm. but like my dad is not meeting no guy until like there's literally a ring on my finger Mm. like point blank period i'm not doing that to my daddy
0: even my mom still asks about shrimp that's crazy (laughs) Like that didn't
1: even ca- I didn't crazy. even count him as an ex Honestly That's one thing I'm not gonna lie My mom she know how to If I'm giving up that nigga she know how to give up that nigga mm. That's one thing she can do My mom can't even do that with my friends Like people I'm not friends with anymore mm. Oh I
0: heard from so and so Why the fuck are y'all still talking <laughs> And I don't want to hear this I don't want to hear it But like, I
1: am the ex that you just described Like even like my ex before my ex Like literally I, I'm i Still like we still cool. Even my high school or my middle school ex, bro. His mom, whenever she see me, she be like, "I really wish y'all would have got married." Like it's just I don't know what it is. I don't know why these niggas think to bring me and to meet their parents. But I'm definitely that ex. You have a problem. It's me. Yeah. I think it's them. Cause I don't not and I'm not a forceful type of person. Like I'm I'm coming in natural like. I'm not forcing no type of energy. You know, Mm -hmm. like, I'm not like, oh, hey, like, I'm the new girlfriend. Like, that's never been my motto. That's never been my thing. Like, I just come in and just, I don't know. Mm -hmm. So, yeah. But, yeah, you definitely got to be cool with your parents for us to, like, for me to really take you serious. You need to have some type of, like, foundation with your parents. Speaking of foundation and parents, one of the
0: foundational things that well at least i know i grew up with and Mm -hmm. i assume you grew up with actually this goes back to a few topics because i feel like this is a part of the culture Mm -hmm. what happens in this house stays in this house did you grow up hearing that Mm -hmm. as did i Mm -hmm. um but with social media we can maybe say that that might be extinct especially with this new generation everybody's getting on live, airing out their family business, Mm -hmm. they're recording calls from their dads, the Kirk Franklin situation with his (laughs) son. Um, Aoki Lee Simmons was just on live airing out her dad Russell Simmons um dropping texts you know on their crying and stuff and I'm seeing a lot of people saying like make family business private again Mm -hmm. um how do you feel about that
1: I think make family business private again like I feel like if it's like if you feel like you're endangered or if you're threatened call the police Mm -hmm. what we gonna do like, don't call us. Don't call Instagram. Like, get off of Instagram. I feel like y'all need to deal with that, whatever y'all got going on y'all self, whether you need a therapist, whether you need a, a police officer, but I just don't think we should know about this. And it's, I feel differently. How do you feel? I f- I personally think that when it comes to any kind of
0: abuse, if you feel the need to air it out, I say do it. The whole what happens in this house stays in this house. um, I feel like that concept has been abused in the black family. Let's say, you know, there's people who are getting molested by family members, touched Mm -hmm. on by family members, who probably love the whole saying of, yeah, what happens in this house stays in this house. Don't Mm -hmm. talk about it. So on that end, when it's abuse or molestation of any kind, yeah, air it out. But then also... When it's somebody on that scale, being that red, Russell Simmons is very rich or, mm-hmm. well, he at least, I don't know if he's still rich, but he has a lot of influence and stuff. And I feel like, in my opinion, obviously she went to other people first. Mm-hmm. And I'm sure she's tried to speak out many times, but either he could pay them off or they can be like, girl, you don't want to, you know, stir the pot or whatever. And for some reason, she felt like the last resort was to air him out, embarrass him, make people see that this is what it is. And maybe she was like, well, maybe this will actually get my dad to really see what the fuck he's doing is wrong Mm -hmm. if you put the public spotlight on it. I don't know. So I guess I see in some situations where... I mean, if you feel like you need to, then do it. Cuz sometimes you go to the police and they don't do shit. But what sometimes we don't you do, go to um, sometimes it'll embarrass them to stop. Sometimes it'll make people be more like have more eyes on them so that they're less likely to like try something, you know? I me personally Mm -hmm. I think maybe I can't doing anything but somebody watching could Mm -hmm. or maybe like business partners can see it and maybe Mm -hmm. once sometimes people don't learn a fucking lesson until they start losing money behind it Mm -hmm. or they start losing or their reputation crumbles behind it and then all of a sudden it's like oh I'm not invincible oh people do
1: see what the fuck I'm doing I never heard of a situation where that happens and like it's like they change you know like Mm -hmm. I mean, I mean, it gets it.
0: Typically, I would think it gets quiet after that. So, whether yeah. they changed or not, I would think that you know, it's like
1: this happens, and then, like, I feel like for what you're saying it's something you gotta co- consistently do, you know, because mm-hmm. we're people gonna forget. I didn't even hear about it, you know. So it's like I just feel like you doing it that one time. I think it's I think it's more of so like you're venting, mm-hmm. and I think it's just not for social media. Like we don't I don't think that's our business. Like I think like go to therapy, like and you don't have to keep it in your household you can let your auntie know you can let people outside the household know you can talk to your friends about it you know mm-hmm. I feel like let those people know but I feel like you're, you're kind of mo- making a mockery out of your family you know like mm-hmm. you're kind of making a mockery out of the situation like mm-hmm. even though you're making him your father look bad in this specific situation like I'm not saying you kind of making yourself look bad but like We're not just looking at him in this situation. We're looking at everybody in this situation. I mean, it's definitely
0: opening up your family and your situation to all kinds of scrutiny Mm -hmm. and all kinds of opinions. Some of it's going to, you know, and then sometimes speaking out, I'm sure there's some people who probably appreciated her speaking out like, Mm -hmm. wow, like I'm dealing with the same thing from my dad or whatever, but there's definitely going to be more people that are like, girl, we didn't need to know this. Mm -hmm. And then also when you're that, sometimes when you're that famous, people don't necessarily want to hear your problems or they don't resonate with them. They're like, I mean, girl, but because
1: we got our own problems, Right. Like, you know? okay,
0: we deal with this shit too. Yeah. And we also don't have all this money and exactly. fame. So we don't really, so yeah, I, I mean, I see why I, I see why I wouldn't do it mm-hmm. for the reasons you said. I personally wouldn't do it, but sometimes I do look at people doing it and I'm just like, Cause I don't know Aoki, but for the most part, she, from what I see, she has her head on her shoulder. She's educated. Mm-hmm. She's always been quiet. She's always defended her dad. She hasn't gotten in any drama and, um, except for behind her sister. That should be funny. Yeah. And so I'm like, for her to feel this upset and it, I feel like that's embarrassing mm-hmm. to out that, like to out this about your dad. For, so for her to have gotten to that point, I'm like, I can't, I can't fathom that. She never took other measures Before getting to this point mm-hmm. And then finally being like you know what I'm gonna Embarrass his ass yeah it's gonna embarrass me but I'm Gonna fucking embarrass his ass cause this is crazy Like
1: you know what I'm okay with I'm okay with people writing books mm. I'm okay with that okay. I'm okay with you Whatever you've been through in your life I'm okay With you venting in a book you So know? it's the social
0: media aspect It's the
1: social media it's just like I don't know I really Like I really feel like we be abusing that shit. And it's just like, cause like I said, at that point you letting everybody know, but it's like, well, sis, what are we going to do? Like what you want us to do? Like mm-hmm. there's nothing that we can do. I'm sorry. Like, are do you, are you saying this so we can feel bad for you? Like I'm really, I don't know, you know? And I, what I'm also okay with, like, you know how people be like, oh, when we hear about stuff that happened in court or the victim said this or felt about this, I'm okay with what happened in court, making it to news and then making it to social media. I'm okay mm. with that. You know, but it's like when you purposely like on live and you just like, I don't know. I just, I just feel it's like cringy. It's mm-hmm. very cringy to me. It like It's cringy. very cringy. And I just feel like it's like, you don't have to take it there. Like at that point, I feel like delete your social media and sis like, Go to therapy, like go to family therapy, or like don't fuck even with say, that nigga. I would, I would
0: say I would have cut him out of my life. Yeah, just don't fuck with and him, like, people, don't talk to and him. And then maybe me. when
1: people ask me,
0: like, oh, we're not
1: in. Yeah, then you know. can give like it, it's it's the unprovokeness, you know, it's the like nobody asked. Mm. It's just like you just freely, willingly, like giving the, and then now you kind of putting your mom in this situation now people kind of look side eyeing her looking at her crazy you know it's kind of like unpro, a unprovoked situation where it really ain't have to get there it's just cut that nigga off if somebody asks you why you don't talk to your dad then you can like tell them this nigga crazy you know yeah i'm on both sides of the spectrum i'm definitely on both sides because some motherfuckers
0: and only the only thing that works is embarrassment like so I'm like maybe and maybe that fucked up some of his deals so maybe she did get a little lick back but ultimately you you feel kind of lame after you do it so you feel really lame no. <laughs> yeah so
1: okay girl so that's it for our topics have yes. you been watching anything I have I've been binge watching SWAT this is like the perfect you show for me last this time. is the perfect show for me because I feel like how many seasons it's six it's a good it's a really it's a good and it's like 20 episodes and yeah so it's a really good I think I'm on season four and season six no six seasons and the sixth season actually just ended I think like last week so I think I don't think it might be another it's like they're still making them (laughs) Well, it's not, they started making it in like 2017, so it's not that old of a show. Oh. Yeah, and what triggered me to watching it was I saw the movie, and the movie was super good. I think the movie came out in like early 2000s, maybe like late 90s, and mm-hmm. so it kind of like, I'm like, I think after I watched that, you know, it usually be like similar shows or similar movies, and I seen SWAT, and I was like, this shit is good. You know, I like action stuff, I like, mm-hmm. like drug cartel stuff and like you know stuff like that and i feel like it's kind of not similar but you know oh boy from criminal minds i think he played in criminal minds is that who or one of them shows csi one of them shows he played in and i'm a criminal mind type of person but i'm not gonna lie at like 11 o'clock at night and if i'm at home by myself criminal minds can get real creepy so SWAT is more of so like more action, not more like mental. Cause I feel like criminal minds is more like mental. It's like really sad. Yeah, see, I prefer criminal minds. Over yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. SWAT is more of so like they basically like catching the bad guys, busting in like a SWAT team type of shit. So mm-hmm. like I thoroughly am, enjoy that show. Okay. Yeah, what about you?
0: Well, we watched Cruel Summer together the mm-hmm. first season. I watched the second one too. You did? Okay. Mm-hmm. I'm caught up on there too. It's not as yeah. it's not giving like the first one.
1: Really? I you like, like it, yeah. I, the first one was so good, and that twist—that like, yeah, that was a wild twist. That there were a few twists, yeah. But the second one, they still must be coming out with new episodes, yeah. Okay, because I'm like, this is not the. It's end. like every
0: Monday, okay, and then gotcha. it drops on Hulu every Tuesday. Gotcha. Um, so there's that. Um, there's a few shows on Apple TV. I'm watching. A City mm-hmm. on Fire is really good. Um, and A Crowded Room has Tom Holland and Amanda Seyfried in it, so. Mm-hmm loving that one but other than that nothing nothing to report for real but we can get into these myspace songs yes let me go first hold on first of all have you seen instagram's update with the music
1: no
0: you can (laughs) wow so if you go to your messages no it's been up for a while if you go to your messages you can now you know how you can leave a note Mm -hmm. you can now do songs and can, Instagram Mhm. like everybody has like different songs so I was like wow. not right not my Instagram song never noticed that <laughs> so <laughs> yeah so they have
1: that feature but you go ahead what would be your MySpace so, song so in honor of my nigga Young Thug dropping that album I'm gonna put my MySpace song as the very first song on the album That's my shit. with my favorite rapper Drake and it's called Parade on Cleveland and that shit riding like yes. as soon as I played it I was in the car with my brother and we just and my my brother's favorite um, rapper is Young Thug and so we just in the car and we vibing I play this song we both look at each other like yeah, this shit rotting. He said, slime
0: on your head like Nickelodeon. <laughs> I
1: said, start, start the song we'll over. <laughs>
0: he replayed it. That was like the third, th- the first 30 seconds. I was waking up, getting ready for work. And I said, what did he just say? Yeah, that shit yeah. was riding. Okay, what I'm going to do? Um, my song this week is going to be i'm gonna do my girls nikki and ice they came out with barbie world for the barbie soundtrack and i like it i don't care of what nobody else did. says i love it the <laughs> visuals are great i think it's so cute so when is the barbie movie coming out i don't know mm. is it i like want to say next month
1: oh, okay girl
0: maybe mm. maybe um and they got a few people on the soundtrack. Lizzo's on there. Dua Lipa, Carol G. Who playing Barbie? Khalid. Um, Margot Robbie. Oh yes. From uh, Suicide that's what Squad. made me want
1: to go watch it. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm.
0: So I'm excited. And then old oh boys Ken. What's his name? Not Ryan Reynolds. He's one of those funny white guys. He's Ken, but anyways, mm. yeah, girl, that's my song. Okay. So shout out to y'all for making it this far. Mm-hmm. Thank you for listening. Thank you for tuning in. Go ahead yes. and leave a review. Yes. Subscribe, follow, all that stuff. Um, once again, it's Women's Intuition. That's Women's I-N-2-I-T-I-O-N. Yes,
1: sir. And Lex checking out, and it's your girl Taylor checking out. Bye. Bye.